It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Cougars, your daily podcast on the BYU Cougars, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into a Tuesday edition of the podcast. I hope you all are doing well. Enjoyed your President's Day holiday, the long holiday weekend. A lot to get to on today's podcast. Going to talk a little BYU hoops, a new commitment to the BYU basketball program in big men, Atiki Ali Atiki. He will be a Cougar. What will he bring to Mark Pope's program? We'll examine that. Also need to talk a little BYU football. Mock draft season is in full effect right now. Where do guys like Zach Wilson project? And what do the odds actually surrounding the NFL draft have to say about a guy like Wilson when it comes to his draft position. We'll examine that also on today's podcast as well as catching up on some of the other news and notes involving BYU athletics. A tough loss for the women's soccer program in LA. We'll talk about it ahead on today's podcast. It's all brought to you today in part by our good friends over at Homefield Apparel, our good friends at Bet Online, and Rock Auto. We'll tell you about all those companies a little later on. Alright, there you go with the roadmap or the rundown of where we're going here on this Tuesday. So let's get going here. This is the Locked On Cougars podcast for February 16th, 2021. What's up, everybody? I'm Jay Catch, your host here on Locked On Cougars, your resident BYU insider. I work for the Zone Sports Network in Salt Lake City, Utah. Thanks again for taking some time to join us on your daily podcast focused on all things BYU sports. If you're new to the show, welcome on in. We aim to be your one-stop shop for all the BYU sports news you need to know about each and every day. But in addition, we need your guys' help. We need you guys to leave us a rating and review, especially if you're a longtime listener on the podcast. And we also need you guys to make sure you hit that follow or subscribe button if you're brand new. Join us every day as we get you caught up on everything you need to know about BYU sports on a daily basis. It's a big credit to you guys for the support of the podcast so far and looking forward to continuing to build this community that we have built over the past two and a half years. Getting going on today's show, let's start off on the hardwoods. BYU basketball added the commitment of Atiki Ali Atiki, a native of Tanzania, has been playing at the new uh, London Basketball Academy, you know, London Basketball Academy in Ontario, Canada. Really fascinating story because this was a kid that was found by a hoops, I guess what you'd call a recruiting website, Juco Advocate is the name. They found him, and according to them, he was living in a stone hut in Mwanza, Tanzania, of all places. They found him six foot ten, six foot eleven, depending on which service, which recruiting service you pay attention to, and brought him over to uh, North America. Now playing there in Ontario, and I have to say. Really impressed with what this young man shows on film. This will be an interesting pickup for the Cougars because he will join Jake Wallen and Fuseni Traore as the members of the 2021 recruiting class. And Traore, as well as Atiki, will both be enrolling at BYU this fall. They're both players who are natives of Africa. Traore comes from Mali, while Atiki, as you mentioned, comes from Tanzania. And watching the film on Atiki, he is the ready-made replacement for the interior of BYU's uh, 
offense and defense next year, in my opinion. He has got the type of game that can impact both ends of the floor, has really what I think is underrated athleticism for a guy of his size and caliber. He shows it in spurts. He's more of a back-to-the-basket type of guy who really does a lot of work, a lot of nice moves with his back-to-the-basket on the interior. But every so often, you see him make a defensive play or go up for an alley-oop or do something on the offensive end that makes you sit up and say, wow, this kid has got some hops, he's got some chops to him, and I really am excited to see him in a BYU uniform. This is the type of player or the type of players that BYU needs to start landing more often if they want to have any hope at some point of knocking off Gonzaga and winning the West Coast Conference. Do I expect that BYU will do that next year with Atiki joining the program? Probably not, but he is a four-star prospect. He is a true Power 5 caliber player who I really think is going to fit in well to what BYU is doing. He, uh, Like I said, he shows a lot of skills around the hoop, a nice developed game with a lot of touch around the rim, a lot of different moves, and like I said, the athleticism there is very clearly evident. The nice part is he's got great size. Like I said, listed at 6'10 or 6'11, whichever website you prefer to kind of use for your recruiting news, but more importantly, a 7'2 wingspan and I'm excited to see this kid on the court when he finally joins the BYU basketball program. The nice part is, and I've talked about this on the past on the podcast, is that you always hope that BYU at some point would start tapping into the international basketball market and start recruiting it. At the very tail end of Dave Rose's tenure at BYU, they started recruiting a little more internationally, but since you have seen Mark Pope come in, it's been a big focus. You've got Matt Harms, who is from the Netherlands on this year's team. You're going to have Fuseni Trio who's going to join the program this fall alongside Atiki, Ali Atiki, who are both natives of Africa. BYU needs to do better about recruiting the international game, and they're starting to do that, and that's going to, I think, be a benefit to them. Of course, you always want to take care of business right here at home. Guys like Jake Wallen, who are playing literally footsteps, it feels like, away from BYU there at Timview High School. Yes, you always want to take guys of his caliber who really know what the program is about, but when you can go out and get the likes of a, a Tiki, who has got unlimited uh, potential, it seems like, and bring him in and believe that you can really become, he can become the player that can be that impact big man for you, why not? Give it a shot. And I'm looking forward to finally seeing this kid play. I think he has got a great nickname. If it's not already official, it better be Triple A. That is a great nickname, and it should be his nickname for the entirety of his time in Provo. And man, I just... I'm really, really excited for this kid. I, I don't uh, profess to be the most, what do you call it? Um, oh, what I'm trying to say, I, I'm not the most gifted when it comes to projecting guys on the basketball court. Football's more of my forte in terms of looking at recruits and thinking, okay, this is what this kid could become. But you look at a tiki and you just see, okay, this kid has got athleticism, he's got the size, and he's already got a developed game for the level of hoops he's playing at there in Ontario. He plays uh, for a per- very high level. Uh, funny enough, uh, London Basketball Academy has not started their season this year yet, so he has not played since last year. But the film on him, what you see from him 
in the short spurts he's had. And you would imagine after having roughly a year here to reel himself back into shape, he's probably going to have other facets to his game that have developed. That's got to be very, very exciting for BYU. And I'm just excited to see him playing for the Cougars, hooping for the Cougars, the Cougar Cagers out there, because I really think that he has got everything you want in a potential impact player. And getting him over the likes of programs like uh, Oklahoma, you had Michigan State reportedly had interest in him. This is a big pickup for the Cougars, and they were on uh, a tiki really early on, really developed a nice relationship with him, and it benefited them with this commitment. So, looking forward to seeing him. I think guys like him and Fusini, Traore, Fus for short, they're going to be fantastic additions to the front line for BYU. I think so long as Mark Pope and Chris Burgess are coaching at BYU, you're going to see a glut of big man talent for the Cougars. They know how to coach them. They are big men themselves. They've played at a very high level. They can develop these guys and they're using that to their advantage in recruiting. And I'm looking forward to seeing them continue to add prospects and I really like the well-rounded nature of how they're going about recruiting. They go about with the international game. They're recruiting here at home in Utah. They're using the transfer portal to great effect. I I think what Mark Pope has realized is there are multiple avenues to tap into as a head coach at the D1 level, especially at the level BYU is competing at in the West Coast Conference and you got to take advantage of all of them and so far Mark Pope has absolutely hit on all cylinders with regards to his recruiting prowess and looking forward to seeing much more success as we move forward here with him leading the BYU men's basketball program. All right, coming up here in just a minute, we will talk a little NFL draft and BYU football. Where are current guys who are in the draft class this year? Where are they slated to go? Where could they go? And what do the odds out there from certain odds makers say about Zach Wilson and his top five status in the NFL? We'll get to all of that here in just a moment. Today's show is brought to you in part by our good friends over at Rock Auto, guys. We love this company. If you've been a longtime listener to this company, we cannot imagine recommending a company more than we do with Rock Auto. What Rock Auto is, is a 20-year-old company, family-owned, by the way, that's serving auto parts customers all over the country and wanting to bring you guys the best parts at the best prices. What I love about Rock Auto is you can go on, you search out your vehicle, whether it's a car, truck, or SUV, you put in the model, the year, uh, whatever you've got, what other information you have, and all of a sudden, every part will pop up for your vehicle, and then you can search by part, whether it is you need new interior carpet, you need a new headlight, you need a new fuel pump, I don't know what you need, go to rockauto.com, and they'll have it all there for you, and every option available to you is there. This is not like you going to a chain store where they say, well, my warehouse has got part Y and part Z, which one do you want? You don't have those two options, you have multiple options available to you, you can search by price, you can search by manufacturer, The entire process is really simple to use and navigate. We love this website. They've been with us for the better part of, I think, a year and a half now on the network. And looking forward to many more years working with our friends at rockauto.com. Take advantage of it now. Go to rockauto.com. And while you're there, make sure to put locked on in the how did you hear about us box. So that way they know that we sent you to check them out. So once again, Rock Auto, amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car, truck, your SUV will ever need. Check them out now at rockauto.com. 
All right, folks, you need to take a minute today and talk about Homefield Apparel. Love this company. Love that they're partnering with us here on the Locked On Cougars podcast. What they are is they are a premium collegiate apparel brand based out of Indianapolis, Indiana. They create the most incredibly comfortable, officially licensed fan gear with vintage college designs. BYU is part of this. They launched their BYU line roughly a month ago. They dig through the archives to find unique logos, mascots, or whatever else to make thoughtful designs for BYU fans, and then print those logos on the most comfortable tees and hoodies that you'll ever own. And I can attest to it. I have got plenty of Homefield apparel gear of my own. As I mentioned on Friday's podcast, we're going to do a giveaway with Homefield. Yesterday, I got my package finally with the shirt I'm going to give away. So if you guys want to be part of that, first off, go to our Instagram page, Locked On Cougars. Follow us there. You'll see more details on how to get entered to win this gear from Homefield. I want you guys to take advantage, though, of the deal that Homefield's offering all BYU fans right now. You can go to homefieldapparel.com check out all the designs they have for BYU fans and while you're there use the promo code LOC. It stands for Locked On Cougars and get 15% off your first order. As I said, these shirts are the most incredibly comfortable things you will ever own. I just got my first hoodie in the mail yesterday along with the shirt we'll be giving away on our Instagram page. So take advantage of it now. Go to Homefield Apparel, check out the gear they've got available to you guys and get them. Get to Homefield Apparel. Use that promo code LOC for 15% off your first order and enjoy the brand new gear from Homefield, our good friends right here on the Locked On Cougars podcast. Folks, get more of the sports news you need in less time with our brand new Locked On Today podcast. Peter Bukowski hosts Locked On Today. It's a daily podcast breaking down the biggest stories with analysis from our local experts like yours truly. Start your day with all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes. Subscribe to Locked On Today wherever you get your podcasts like the one you're listening to now. Obviously, we aim to be your BYU source of information. Love that podcast, Locked On Today, if you want more of the bigger picture, the 30,000-foot view on all sports every single day. All right, talking some BYU football here for a moment. It is, of course, NFL draft season. We are in the midst of it, folks, and looking forward to seeing the Cougars when they finally hear their names called in April there at the NFL draft. And what it is, I think a lot of people are thinking this could be a bumper crop of NFL talent for BYU, as you could expect considering the season that BYU just had. It is obviously headlined by Zach Wilson. Uh, He's pretty much a consensus top five overall draft pick in most of the mock drafts out there. I'd be very hard-pressed to find one that has him outside the top 10 at minimum. And looking at this... I really was wondering more about other guys, where they were projected in mock drafts, what kind of where their top end of where they're projected and the bottom end of where they're projected was. And it's kind of interesting to see the dichotomy for certain guys when it comes to the NFL draft and former Cougars in the pros. So first off, obviously, as I mentioned, Zach Wilson, he's a consensus top five, top 10 pick, depending on where you look. And uh, some of this information I'm using, by the way, credit to Casey Lundquist over at Cougs Daily on the Fan Nation Network part of Sports Illustrated. Uh, He, looking through it, said that his top projections were the first round for Zach Wilson, second overall to the Jets. I think a lot of people out there think that the Jets may trade out of that spot. Whoever might trade in might take Zach Wilson at number two. That's not that surprising. The floor that Casey has seen, and I've seen this myself, has him eighth overall to the Carolina Panthers working with Matt Rule. That actually be an interesting landing spot considering they're realizing that Teddy Bridgewater is not the answer for them after signing him in free agency a year ago, but we'll see what happens. Now, other guys to keep an eye on, though, Brady Christensen. We talked about this a couple weeks ago where he was projected by Pro Football Focus to be the 21st overall pick in the first round. 
to the Indianapolis Colts. Well, uh, the projections for him, I've seen anywhere from that first round. I've seen a lot of second round. I've seen some third round, fourth round, and even a sixth round grade is what the floor, according to what Casey Lundquist has here, to the San Francisco 49ers. So anywhere from the first to the sixth round, day one to day three for Brady Christensen, uh, talking with some people who know more about the process, said that Brady is a guy that uh, some franchises absolutely love others are not so high on and it really will depend on him performing well at pro day his uh, draft numbers with regards to the workouts the 40 yard dash the three cone drill all that good stuff the 225 pound bench press you guys know the whole drill when it comes to the combine but it's going to be really dependent on him but seeing him projected anywhere through the first to the sixth round that is quite a wild swing and it kind of goes in line with everything i've heard about brady like i said some Teams absolutely think he is a high-level player. Others are not so high on his ability, and we'll have to wait and see there. Kyrus Tonga, I was interested in this one as well because Kyrus is a guy, when he's at his best, is an NFL caliber, NFL starting caliber defensive lineman. The problem is he did not flash that consistency very often as a BYU Cougar. As such, he has got a wide range in his own right with regards to NFL mock drafts. He's been projected as high as the fourth round going to the Pittsburgh Steelers, and his bottom, the floor of where he's been drafted, is an undrafted free agent. I have been told he's pretty much solidly in that day three conversation, so rounds four through seven with regards to the NFL draft. And I, I think a sixth or seventh round pickup for him is probably likely. He will have to go in and show that he can play consistently, keep his weight in check, and be an every down lineman. That's the tough part about the NFL these days is with so many roster spots, or so little roster spots is what I'm trying to say, 53 versus the 85 you have in college, and even more than that with college, you have 53-man rosters and only what 46 or 47 are active for any given game you've got to be able to be more than just a run stuffing guy on first down you got to be able to prove you can play multiple downs if you're Kairos Tonga so we'll see what happens there other projections here Matt Bushman obviously coming back from that ruptured Achilles tendon uh, it seems like his return is on track he's been showing a lot of signs on his Instagram page and Twitter pages of him working out running well etc and we'll see what happens with that. I think he's got the capability of sliding in late in this draft because of his production. The first three years he was at BYU, I think teams understand what he is all about, what he can be at the NFL level. But it seems like more likely to me he probably ends up as an undrafted free agent. Some team takes a flyer on him and he has to go in and prove himself in training camp. Tristan Hodge, another guy that's starting to get some projections. I've seen him as high as the sixth round to the Los Angeles Rams. I actually know what I see him higher than that. It might have no, no sixth round. It was sixth round. I actually saw him also sixth round going to the Philadelphia Eagles. I thought about him in fifth round, but it is the sixth round. And his floor is obviously an undrafted free agent. Tristan is going to be interesting because he had all kinds of uh, different uh, issues during his time at BYU, whether it was the COVID scare he had, the pneumonia after coming back from that, multiple injuries during his career at BYU, both upper and lower body. If he's able to prove he's healthy, he has got the caliber of being the right type of player who can come in and really be an impact player for an NFL franchise. He's got to keep his weight up, obviously, and I think the capability he could show as a swing lineman, whether that is to play right guard, left guard, or center, could help his case at staying on an NFL roster, uh, NFL practice squad at minimum, for sure, this coming year, but 
I really do think that Tristan Hodge has got some capability. And then one other player that Casey Lundquist didn't mention here that I've actually seen uh, getting some love is Chris Wilcox. He got drafted to the he got not drafted he got invited to the NFL Combine, which is means that a lot of NFL teams probably have a draftable grade on him. I've heard it's day three at the very very best for him, probably sixth or seventh round. But keep an eye on Chris Wilcox if he can prove that his speed and his health are up to par during this NFL draft season. It could be a very, very fun time for him, and I'm looking forward to seeing if he gets that opportunity to be drafted. Troy Warner is also one that people will wonder about. Troy, to me, is probably going to be an undrafted free agent and try and make the team, make a team as a free agent, as a roster camp, a training camp invitee, and show that his bloodlines, obviously his brother Fred and all pro for the San Francisco 49ers, he's got to go in there and prove that, you know what, the Warner family has got some chops to him. He plays a different position, there's no doubt about it. It, but I think he's probably an undrafted free agent. And then other guys, let's say an Isaiah Kafusi, let's say a Chandon Herring, probably solid undrafted free agent guys are going to have to go in and have the odds stacked against them. But hey, if you make a practice squad and work hard enough, you can still make your dreams come true in the NFL. The nice part is it looks like everything is looking up for the Cougars with regards to this year's NFL draft. There's a bumper crop of talent. It could be an all-timer with regards to the number of guys being drafted if all goes well for BYU. But nonetheless, it's nice to see guys getting their opportunities at the next level. And I'm hoping they make good on it because that's only going to benefit the BYU football program to have them go out there and prove, no, we got the capability of being impact players. We can come in and make an impact for your franchise because if you start building that reputation, which BYU once upon a time had, it kind of lost it over the past, what, two decades or so, you start building that back up, guys come in and prove that they're capable players, that means more and more NFL franchises are going to look start looking at BYU as a place that they can find talent from. I know that guys like Andy Reid, they already understand because of their BYU connection. They find guys like Daniel Sorensen who end up being, what, starters for multiple years in a row as an undrafted free agent. But you do have to have uh, a reputation built for you by the guys going into the league. So the hope is here, yes, the BYU has Zach Wilson, has Brady Christensen. They go in and they become the stars that some franchises believe that they will become. And at that point, BYU can start to benefit by getting more and more talent into the league because the NFL looks at BYU and says, this is a team that understands what it takes to develop talent and they're starting to develop it more and more. We need to take a closer look at the Cougars every single season. And it's easier said than done. Trust me, I understand that. But the good news is this is a great place to start, and here's hoping that the bet uh, the NFL teams are going to put on the players from the Cougars this year pay off, and as it starts to build, it starts to snowball, and it becomes a very beneficial thing for the BYU football program. All right, coming up here in just a moment, we'll catch you up on some of the other news and notes involving BYU athletics. Women's soccer was in action yesterday. Actually, a number of BYU teams in action today that we'll run down for you guys, get you caught up on everything else you need to know as a BYU fan. So stay tuned for that here in just a moment. Today's show is brought to you in part by our good friends over at betonline.ag, folks. If you want to get in on the betting action, obviously the football season is over, but NBA action still going, college hoops, the NHL, uh, baseball, what, spring trainings this week, going to be here before you know it. Take advantage of the offer being put out there by our friends at BetOnline. What you can do right now is go to betonline.ag, get your free account, and while you're there, make your first deposit. Use the promo code Locked On for a 50% welcome bonus. Yes, a sports book, an online sports book is willing to give you guys money. That's not what they're 
ever hear about. We always hear about the house is going to win. Well, guess what? They're willing to put some money up and help you guys get started in the right way. Right now, once again, at betonline.ag, take advantage of it now. Use that promo code locked on with that first deposit and get a 50% welcome bonus. If you put 100 bucks in, you're going to have 150 to play with, and it's all courtesy of Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, especially during March. Your eyes are on the road, but the driver in front of you has both eyes on their bracket. Their sudden braking puts you in a 16-car pileup that's anything but sweet. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this is worse than a busted bracket. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability, savings vary. Folks, March Madness is a month away, but the future of the NBA is on display right now in college hoops. Get a head start on next year's NFL draft analysis by subscribing to Chad Ford's NBA Big Board podcast. Draft guru Chad Ford has his Big Board of the Year with profiles of Cade Cunningham, Jalen Suggs from Gonzaga for you BYU fans who are listening to this, Evan Mobley, another guy BYU saw earlier this season, and more. Subscribe to Chad Ford's NBA Big Board podcast wherever you get your podcasts. All right, catching up on everything else going on in BYU sports news. First off, another tough loss for BYU women's soccer in Los Angeles at USC. Lost 4-3 to three in overtime, and this was quite the match. If you did not watch this team, speaking of the women's soccer team at BYU in this match, or didn't hear some of the call that Gregor Bell had, uh, a tough one. There's no doubt about it. BYU falls to 1-2 and two on the season if they lost to UCLA in another tight game earlier on in the weekend. But, man... BYU just kept scoring, and USC would answer. BYU would score again, USC would answer, and then in overtime, USC gets the goal that pushes the number 16 past number 10 BYU. Just a tough loss for the Cougars, no doubt about it. Uh, They are going to be back in California this Friday as they open up conference play at San Diego. Uh, That match is scheduled for 7 o'clock Mountain Time. It will be carried live on the BYU Sports Network with Jason Shepard on the call on BYU Radio. So looking forward to that, but Hopefully the Cougars can bounce back. Just a tough, tough loss, a tough weekend overall because BYU hope to at least split, if not win, both of those matches there in Southern California. But nonetheless, that's where you kind of live and learn and you move forward now, losing to number three UCLA on the road and the number six USC. So Cougars likely to fall in the national rankings, but it's hard to kind of fault them here because it was just it was one of those things. Soccer is such a finicky game at times, and BYU did take the lead multiple times in this one. It's just a tough way for them to lose that, and we'll see what happens for the Cougars this weekend at San Diego. Some other news and notes I wanted to pass along to you guys include a big congratulations to Connor Mance. He broke the previous BYU record of 13 minutes, 34.46 seconds in the 5,000 meters that was set in 2019 by more than six seconds as he clocked a time of 13 minutes, 28 seconds flat. It is the fastest time in the world this year, folks. Yes, you heard me. The fastest time in the world. That is world class. And man, that's fantastic to see. So congratulations to Connor Mance. He did that at the UW invite over the weekend up in Seattle. That's that's marvelous. And anybody who's done track or knows anything about track, a six-second uh, record, that you, like you break it by six seconds, it's like almost an eternity. It, it, it's crazy to see that broken and it's just essentially smashed 
in with regards to what Connor Mance did. So congratulations to him. He is, of course, an All-American already and well on his way to another All-American citation, it appears, in track this year for the men's track program. So congratulations to Connor Mance. And then the final stuff I wanted to pass along to you guys today is there are a number of BYU programs who will be in action starting today. The MPSF Championships for Diving are taking place in San Luis Obispo, California. Best of luck to the men's and women's swimming and dive teams from BYU as they participate in that. Women's Golf opens up the Rebel Beach Invitational as they play in Las Vegas at Spanish Trail Country Club. Uh, First round gets underway at 8.30 a.m. Pacific time. That's 9.30 Mountain time for those of you keeping track at home. And then Women's Volleyball also going to be in action. They'll be taking on Loyola Marymount in Provo at the Smith Fieldhouse. The match will be televised on BYU TV tonight at 7 o'clock Mountain Time if you want to watch the women's uh, volleyball program in action. And by the way, while we're talking about women's volleyball, but, uh, congratulations uh, to Maddie Allen. She won her second West Coast Conference Defensive Player of the Week award of the season. That was announced yesterday. She averaged five digs per set, totaling 55 digs, helping BYU beat UVU and defeat Gonzaga in three different matches. Uh, she is BYU's uh, freshman libero and really off to a great start in her career and congratulations to her. It's not an easy position to play in a game that you're usually the smallest player on the court but she's done a great job and congratulations to her on that and you'll see her in action tonight if you watch the women's volleyball program in action in West Coast Conference play against LMU. All right, that'll do it for this Tuesday edition of the podcast. A reminder for you guys, follow the show on social media, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, at LockedOnCougars. Follow me, at Jacob C. Hatch, or email the show anytime. LockedOnBYU at gmail.com is the email address. Love hearing from you guys, getting your takes on all things Cougars each and every day. So a big thank you there for your support of that. But a reminder for you guys, as we mentioned a little earlier on, we're giving away some home-field apparel gear, some BYU gear. If you want to be entered to win it, head over to our Instagram. Instagram page for more details on how to win. We'll be doing that here over the next couple of days, so take advantage of that now. Locked on Cougars on Instagram. All right, that'll do it. A big thank you once again for your support of the podcast. It's an absolute privilege and a pleasure to be with you guys every single day talking all things Cougars. Have a great rest of your day whenever you hear this. This has been the Locked on Cougars podcast for February 16th, 2021, and we will talk to you guys tomorrow. tournament is almost here and listening to locked on college basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket so don't wait find locked on college basketball on youtube or wherever you get your podcasts part of the locked on podcast network your team every day